Hi everyone, Emily here. I'm so excited to talk about our partnership with Descrits. Descrits is truly the insider's guide to the ARE. Made by two young architects who recently passed their exams, the book breaks down all six exams into topic outlines and reading lists with specific pages to study from outside resources. For me, the hardest part of the ARE was figuring out what to study. I've used Descrits personally as a study guide for my last four exams and couldn't recommend it enough. It's easy to follow, graphically pleasing, which is very important to us design people, and it's very thorough, not vague at all. My personal favorite are the Descrits study sheets that cover objectives of each test in a super manageable way. The sheets only cover key topics, so you don't have to worry about sifting through any excess fluff. If you're interested, go to Descrits.com and use code OPP15 for 15% off. Happy studying! Hey everyone! Hey everyone, I'm Emily. And I'm Maria, and this is the Open Plan Podcast. We're excited to have you here. Join us in navigating life and architecture as young professionals tackling career, education, social lives, and everything in between. Keep up with us on Instagram at Open Plan Podcast. So now let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Open Plan Podcast. Hello everyone. We're so glad to be back. It's been a minute. But we've had a lot of new life updates. Um, I moved, so I'm coming to you from a new location. Right. Um, it's so weird to see you with not your old apartment background. <laughs> I know. I kind of miss it because it was all cute and decorative, but we're we're getting there. Yeah. Um, we now have an extra bedroom, which is now the official Open Plan Podcast Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's currently empty, so if there's a little echo. We're working on that. <laughs> but, but now there's a door, so if like yeah. someone wants to come in and use the blender, <laughs> yeah, just not an issue. I'm still dealing with that. I'm in the kitchen right now. <laughs> Luckily, Ashcon is out. We take advantage of these moments. <laughs> yeah, we kick them out every time. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of new things in my life, but um, – slowly getting used to it and getting into a new routine to record and edit episodes. So we're really excited about our upcoming episodes. Yeah, we got so many um, new content ideas from you guys on Instagram. Um, really appreciate like all the feedback and yeah, so much stuff up ahead. So stick with us. Um, I know that our recording schedules all up and down. I feel like our summers, like the same thing happened last summer, are yeah. always insane. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but we always get our act together in the fall. <laughs> but yes, we're so excited to be back um, and get back in the recording groove. Yeah. And today we have a very, very special episode, which by the title, you probably already know, Emily is done with her ARE. <gasps> what? I Let's go. Can't even believe it. This day um, is here. <laughs> Wow. Am I going to cry? <laughs> there may be tears shed during this episode. Um, yeah, it's so surreal. Um, I I can't believe it. Truly so excited and so happy to be done. Um, it was a long journey for me and we'll, we'll talk about it in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, huge life update. I don't know. Yeah really know what to do now that I'm not studying <laughs> just podcast more yeah um but yeah so we thought we'd just do like a you know super chatty like 
casual just conversation about how my journey went. I don't know if we've ever talked like in detail about like the order I did it mm-hmm. or like Yeah, now that you're out of the of that bubble, we can we can discuss and Yeah. Yeah. I was telling Maria like well, we were just talking right before this how like I really just wasn't talking about it, especially at the end because I was just so like anxious about it. And that's like going to be a tip I, I say later, just kind of only tell very select people about it because it just adds added pressure. So mm-hmm. now yeah, I didn't even know when she was taking exams and I didn't want to ask. I was just like, you know what? <laughs> you do you, girl. I Talk know. to me when you're done, when you come was, out of this. I was being mad shady, but... <laughs> I can spill the tea now. No, it's, fine. Well, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> now you can spill the tea because you're done. Oh my God. Wow. What a relief. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Maria was a great supporter through it all. <laughs> Could have done it without her and Jose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're very excited. Um, yeah. So let's just like we have a couple of like big topics and, and we can dig into more detail. But we can start with, I guess, a little bit more. We've talked about this before, but a little bit more detail about why you decided to get licensed and start your exams when you did and kind of walk us through that decision-making process. Yeah, so I won't spend too much time um, on this because we've definitely covered it before. Pretty much um, going into grad school, I knew I wanted to get licensed. And that was like kind of the point of me going to grad school because I had that mm-hmm. four-year degree and I needed to get the master's. Uh, to sit for them or sit for the exams. Um, and also I'm kind of like when I start something, I want to like tie it up in a bow and just like finish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's just the ultimate, I guess, last step. So, you know, I'd already committed so much time and effort to the process that I, I wanted to put it to rest pretty much. And another big thing is that, you know, it gave me get, getting a license would give me flexibility to start my own thing one day if I wanted, you know, and not be really tied to like a certain company or um, yeah, just yeah, open some doors and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a pay raise, definitely a pay raise. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants that. <laughs> yeah. And you started studying like during COVID because you had time and it was, you know, right after school. Yep. So yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but if you haven't listened to, I don't even know what episode we talked about this on, but yeah, you... I think it might have been our intro, like, airy episode. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were home and you weren't hadn't started working yet, so you had the time and you started killing those easier <laughs> beginning. <laughs> yeah, so true. Um, I, I think that if I didn't... I don't know if I would have started right away, like, if, honestly, like, COVID hadn't, like, disrupted the flow of me starting a job immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was the plan, that I would just start working and... Um, studying and working at the same time is really hard, I think. And, you know, as everyone knows, it's, yeah. um, and it's hard to adjust to working after school anyways. So then it's like, let's add in studying and it's like this whole thing. So I think it kind of gave me the room to, you know, just focus fully on studying, which is really nice and like a very rare circumstance, but, um, just worked out. So I'm glad it did. And I feel lucky I did, uh, lucky it did, but yeah, so I did that for, practice management, which we recommend as your first exam. And I think a lot of people do. Cool. Um, And then do you want to walk us through your whole (laughs) journey? Um, Like what order you took them in and how, you know, 
if you passed, if you failed, and kind of how you got over those bumps? Yes. Yep. So um, starting from the beginning, I took practice management and I studied for two months during the summer. And this was right after we graduated in 2020. Um, and I took it in August. And this was really weird because your first exam, you don't really know like what to what to expect. And it's just a very unchartered territory. But so I really was honestly going in being like, I'm probably gonna fail. Because <laughs> I I just heard a lot of horror stories about people like failing their first exam. And it's very normal. So I try to kind of come to peace with that. And I went in and I took it actually in DC because I was like staying with my parents during COVID. It was a very strange time. Um, <laughs> and um, Akon actually dropped me off. And I took it and I passed it, which I was just like floored, honestly. I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, this is fake. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, okay, nice. And then I was so excited and um, like I ran to the car and told Ashcon. He was like, no way. He was like, no offense. Like, I did not know. Like, <laughs> It has like a 50% pass rate. You know, all yeah. of them do. So this is something, you know as you talk here about people's fails and all this stuff, just you, all these exams are super hard. Like they, none of them are like, Oh, 90% pass. None of them. (laughs) I think with practice, it's, it's some of it is also like the actual content is not that complicated. It's one of the easier ones, like quote unquote, but because it's the first one that people try starting with, Mm -hmm. I think that you're learning like how much you need to study, how much of it you need to know. And a lot of people probably underestimate it. They're like, oh, I know that, you know, I can figure it out. And then right. they go in and they don't have, they haven't studied enough or in enough depth that then they fail because mm-hmm. they just didn't know the degree of, of difficulty. So, yeah, that's such a good point. I think it's not necessarily the content, but it's the, yeah, the actual act of studying again, figuring out how to learn the end carb way, like so many things that, Honestly, you fail the first time, but you really do get the hang of it. Like you understand what studying works for you. You understand how they ask questions. Like, mm-hmm. um, so it's definitely like a trial run. I think that's a yeah. good point. It's not really the content. Um, yeah, so I passed that and then we moved to Atlanta um, and um, I started studying again for project management. And this was like right before I accepted my my job. Um, so I was still actually full-time studying for project management, which super nice. Again, like I kind of treated it like a job. Like I would wake up like when you would go to work and then I would just study during the day. And I think that's what helped me kind of knock them out quickly. Cause you just have way more time, which is, oh yeah, like I said, I was very lucky that this happened. And uh, you're like was, focused, laser focused on that. You're not distracted with work stuff. Yeah. You're like a yeah. student pretty much mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, this is the only thing I have to worry about. And, um, I was doing that instead and applying for jobs at the same time. So that was like my nine to five, like I would study, then apply for jobs other half of the day and like interview and stuff. So yeah, study for project management. And then I took it like right before I was supposed to start a new job because I kind of wanted to see if I could get it out of the way. Um, And I took it in Atlanta and I passed, which was awesome. And we'll probably do or I think we are going to do an episode on project management specifically, but there's a lot of overlap with um, practice management. So Mm -hmm. 
I think it's possible that you could take them close together. So what month uh, did you take that one? Project management. That was in October. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah, pretty close to the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I also took like two months for this, which you maybe might not need to for project management. But I was definitely like overstudying my first couple exams because, um, yeah, it was just uncharted territory and I didn't really know yeah. what I was doing. So. Um, well, it paid off. It's yeah. better to overstudy and pass than to have to take it again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. So then um, I started working and that was the first time I was like, okay, studying and working at the same time. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. <laughs> um, and the next exam was construction evaluation, um, which actually, if you look at the NCARB order, it's like the last exam, but we recommend mm-hmm. taking it after practice and project um, because it honestly has a lot of the same contracts material. It does First, the difference between this one, though, is it introduces technical content for the first time. So that was something I was not ready for because the study content, honestly, really doesn't like help you study for the technical content. And by that, I mean, like you're in the CA phase. So it's like a lot of like, oh, click on this uh, in the photo of like what's wrong on this job site, things like Mm. that. And a lot of the times a photo would be really bad resolution. And you're like, what even am I looking at? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, click on the part of the beam that's like failing or like things like, you know, just crazy things that I think now I'm like, that wasn't that bad. But at the time, it's like you were really very much in the business admin world of architecture. And then you're just not right for the technical stuff. At least I wasn't. A lot of people, I think, do it on their day-to-day jobs and they think, this exam is really easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Randomly, I think it has the highest percentage. So I went in like confident. I was like, oh, yeah, like I got this like PCM, PJM done. Let's do CE. Um, so I took it and I failed. Oh, no. <laughs> First fail. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, honestly, it's really not a big deal for exam. <laughs> But at the time, it was my first fail. So it hit really hard, I think, because I went in super confident. Um, Yeah, because you had like, you know, first hit both of the first ones. For sure. You were like, Um, I got this. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, that's that's why like it's nice to start with these quote unquote easier ones because it does give you the confidence to keep going. And Mm. um, but yeah, how how did that feel? Feel. Uh, it felt really bad. I was like, <laughs> I, the classic, um, like called my mom after the exam and was like, do I even want to be an architect to take these <laughs> tests? Like, I don't think I'm meant to be an architect. I don't think I'm yeah. smart enough. Like, I was literally like, how am I going to learn this technical content? I'm not smart enough. Am I all this imposter syndrome stuff? Like, yeah, just hits you really hard. And, um, uh, yeah, don't let it get that. Don't let that get to you. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not a very true. dramatic. I mean, obviously, I, I react the same way, but it's like it's not that big of a deal to fail mm-hmm. a test because, like, it doesn't mean any of that. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be an architect. It doesn't mean you can't take it again. Like yeah. what Bryn said in her interview is like you don't fail until you just give up and you don't, you know, so continue true. taking them. Yeah. So. And it's totally normal to fail tests as we've seen the pass rates and 
you know, it's very rare that people go like six for six on these exams. Mm -hmm. So not a big deal. But at the time, really was upset. I think I told Maria, I think I did tell you I failed for that Mm -hmm. one. And you're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. And I was like, (laughs) I also got Alfie around the same time, which was like, just a lot. So (laughs) (laughs) I had a dog and was studying. But anyways, so after that, I took like the winter to regroup before I even wanted to study again um, and wanted to revisit this exam. I was like super intimidated by how to study for this like technical part of it or the construction observation part of it. Um, so I probably didn't even take that long, honestly, to study. But um, I took the winter break, I want to say off like Thanksgiving and and mm-hmm. like Christmas and all that. And then I started studying again important. in January. Yes, for sure. No one to give yourself breaks. Yeah, there's no there's no point in going straight. And especially after a fail, I think it's like you really need to just mentally get back into it and do whatever you need to do to, you know, yeah, get back into sure. yourself and believe in yourself and gain that confidence. Yeah, to get back to when you want to study again. I think that's really mm-hmm. important because otherwise, yeah, it's like a toxic mental state and all that stuff. So finally felt ready again. And you do feel better. Like I feel like, after a fail, it's hard to see the light then the tunnel, but you do get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm over it. <laughs> like, like that does happen. Like you do let yourself get sad for a while, but then you like get out of it and it's fine. Yeah. Um, so I started studying again. And then this time I added in like resources that I learned from the Airy Facebook group. So I think it's very common to fail the construction observation part of CE. Like a lot of people don't have like the immediate expertise to point stuff out like that. Um, So I noticed that they recommended Hyperfine for that. And Hyperfine actually had like a lot of like photos and things like, you know, construction stuff that I remember seeing on the exam that I didn't know how to do. Mm -hmm. So I added that in. I also started this method of taking a lot of practice exams, which I didn't do like as many as I did for the technical ones, but that also helped a lot. Like the Black Spectrals exams had a lot of construction type questions on it that I was like, oh, that's where the stuff was. Like I did not take (laughs) this practice exam and that would have helped if I did. Um, So I did that and then I passed it in the spring, which was awesome. It was felt really good to pass again. You kind of like get back on the horse halfway there. Yeah, halfway there is a huge, huge turning point, too. You're kind of, like, deep enough where you're like, okay, I can't stop now. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I made it this far, like, as always. Like, uh, okay, I'll keep going, I guess. Um, And I planned a vacation, like, for, like, right after this exam, and I went to Hilton Head, um, which I highly recommend planning something fun to do the day after your exam, like, whether you pass or fail, so you have something to just, you know, reward yourself. yeah. Because even sitting for an exam is a big deal. And like you prepared really hard. You deserve, whether you pass or failed, to do something fun. You do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then. So wait, hold on. I have a question. (laughs) Yes. So I, from Jose's experience too, he also failed a few of them. And my question is like, there are people that fail an exam and they – will decide to move on to the next one mm-hmm. um, versus keeping, you know, s- studying more of the same one and then retaking that same one immediately. Yeah. So I think for CE, like, it makes sense because 
you were on the last of the more like professional ones mm-hmm. and then you you weren't going to like start digging into the technical ones. Yeah. But I guess like so I'm I'm kind of answering but like if you're within the 3 or the other 3, I think it would make sense to like stay with the with the tests that you have versus like jumping to another. Yeah, I agree. Side, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you're if you fail a technical one, don't go and like take practice. Yeah. I guess. I think that's really true. Like I think only if you don't want to retake the same one, try to stay within the trio of the mm-hmm. content overlap because otherwise it's just a lot of jumping, Back and brain forth. jumping. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the three um for technical and pro practice do have a lot of overlap. So I don't know if I like move I guess I did do it for one, didn't work. Um, to move on to one without passing one fully. Um, For me, I liked passing one fully and then moving on. Mm -hmm. I know for a lot of people, and I think logistically it makes sense that you would just go take another one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, All right. Yeah. Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So three done. And this was in spring. And... Um, this time in my life got real crazy (laughs) because I was supposed to get married in 2020, got canceled because of pandemic. We all know that story. Um, so it was postponed and for the, that summer. So I was in the spring before my wedding, my wedding was in the summer. Um, so I was planning that. And it was like down to the wire planning, like sending out final invitations, doing seating charts, like things that you don't do like earlier on. So I was doing that. And then we also made like this really big decision to move back to Philly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, doing the packing and moving states and like doing all that stuff. So anyways, all that was happening. (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Too much. And I was kind of like, oh, like, wouldn't it be nice if I just moved to Philly and like had all my exams done? Like, that'd be so nice. Like, just not... (laughs) You know, to go into my wedding being done and not having to worry about it after and like, you know, just like a fresh start, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was very ideal thinking of me. <laughs> I don't even remember you thinking that. That's insane. <laughs> I, I told you. Well, I think I told you I was starting Amber Book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you were like, I'm going to study for all of them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to study for all of the last three at the same time, which is so if you haven't heard of Amber Book, it's like this video um, study guide series. Like, or He's teaching you content. It's not just a study guide. Um, but yeah, it's big on you taking exams back to back and like emphasizing overlap. And so I really like fed into that. And I was like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and honestly, like the content for Amber Book is amazing. Like so good. I'm not knocking on Amber Book at all. Like I actually mm-hmm. ended up using it moving forward. So I actually got my work to pay for it because I know Amber Book is very pricey. So I understand mm-hmm. if you're hesitant about doing it, but if there's any way your firm could help you, I recommend because their content's really good. Yeah. Um, but but the but strategy yeah. is not for everyone. I think it, you have to know mm-hmm. yourself. It, it works for some people, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely works for some people. There's so many success stories of people that got knocked out all my exams in two weeks, like all this stuff. (laughs) So, um, but it's fine. This is all part of the process. You learn about yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. I gave myself three months 
to fully go through the Amber Book course, which takes a very long time to go through the videos because you're, at least for me, like the way you absorb it is you pause it, take notes, try to review your notes. Otherwise, if you're just watching videos, like for me, it just goes out one ear. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. It doesn't really, I don't know, absorb for me. You can zone out very easily. Yeah, exactly. And their study schedule, they have one that I think lasts maybe like two months, um, two to three months or something. It's very rigorous. Like in time, like it's like, okay, you have to put in like a class, like this much time. Mm -hmm. And so it took me a really long time to get through it. I didn't even get to the flashcards, which is huge for Amber Book, by the way, if you're in that right now, you cannot skip those flashcards. Because at the time, I didn't know this, but it has new content for the test um, that the videos don't even cover. So if you don't cover the flashcards, you're missing a huge chunk of what Mm -hmm. could be on the test. So I ran out of time. Meanwhile, I'm surrounded by boxes. My house is empty. I have a laptop and a couch and I'm just like going furiously through Amber Book, trying to also deal with phone calls from my mom like so who is sitting next to this person again and <laughs> like, I don't care I, and <laughs> I don't even I kind of blocked out that point in my life um but yeah I sat there trying to study at the same time I didn't touch any other resources which I'll get to later I think is key um I just did Amber books I didn't have time to do anything else um and I went in took PA maybe like a week before we were leaving for Philly <laughs> and I failed it. Mm-hmm. And I knew like halfway through the test, I was like, I'm going to fail this. Like it was oh. just so hard. Yeah. And not what I studied. Like, I don't know. It, it was what I studied, but just like so much of it that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, I was not ready for this. And um, the crazy part is I also had PPD scheduled because like Amber books like, oh, schedule them all at the same time, which I did. Luckily, I didn't schedule PDD for some reason. Um, I think I was like, oh, there wasn't something open. Um, So I had PPD scheduled. So after failing PA, I was like, great. I still have another test in like a couple days. Literally two days later, I had PPD. I know. And that's how people do it when they're taking Amber Book. It's like very like back to back and it works for some people. But I like lost it. It was horrible. Like I coming off of a fail and then knowing you have to take another test, which is supposed to be way harder than yeah. PA. Um, and being like, I went in and Ashkan was like, just go in and it's fine. You already have a schedule. You already paid for it. It'll be a practice test. Like I know it's not ideal, but like really don't get stressed out about it. Like don't beat yourself up about it. What the result is just really absorb the content of the test when you see it. So you could remember it for like the next time. Yeah, so everyone could probably guess I failed PPD three days later. (laughs) I went in just super unconfident, not confident, I don't think that's the word. But, and after coming home from PPD, it was like a couple of days before leaving for Philly. My heart basically hadn't stopped racing since PA when I took it. And then two days in between, and then taking it during the exam. And after it still hadn't come down. And I was just like, it was different than when I failed CE. Yeah. Cause I was like, I was really upset that I had to revisit these exams after my wedding. Like, I really didn't mm-hmm. want to. And you had like all these high expectations. You set a really high bar. Yes. And you had so much else going on in your life that was just like boiling up. So true. Like, 
yeah. So my mind was just like not there. And so I like took a couple days to just try to regroup because I was so stressed out. Like I called my parents and they were like, oh my God, like what's wrong? Like it's okay. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like you'll just take them again. And I was like, I don't want to ever do these ever. <laughs> I'm burning Amber book. I know I'm burning the Amber. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, this took me a little bit to get over, but, you know, maybe driving a U-Haul 12 hours, I was like, okay, give me some time. To, like, <laughs> maybe my problems aren't that big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. I'm going to try to shift my focus to, like, get excited about my wedding now, my yeah. bachelorette, like, all this stuff, like, was, like, cool. Like, exciting things were coming up. Stressful, but exciting things were coming up. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to dive into that. And also at the same time, my work deadlines got like really crazy. So it was just an insane time. So I honestly just didn't think about exams like that whole summer. I think I think that was a great move. And I think that maybe that that burn at the end before you moved was like what you needed to realize that you had to balance your life and studying and that it's your own timeline. Like you mm-hmm. set your own kind of deadlines. And if if you're getting married, you're getting married once in your life. You don't want that to be like completely <laughs> overshadowed by your stress about the AREs. Like, yeah, dude, no, you can do that a couple months later. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Like what? You're going to be like studying the two days before your wedding. Like if your guests yeah. coming and in. Then, like, like years from now, you're going to be like, wow, I really hate that I was studying for those stupid tests. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy the yeah. week before my wedding. Like, right. It, you can't you don't have to stop your life like there's so many lessons from this so true and it's like the five-year rolling clock is long you know yeah. it's like you really Pretty think forgiving. yeah like you're you think when you're in it you have to get them done so quickly and like yes that's ideal to get them done quickly but you have five years like that that's really long <laughs> so yeah. you could take a year break even like you know it's like not maybe I don't know. You just have to look at what your your schedule is. Just like just like Maria said, there's no th- no comparison here. Um, you're really just comparing yourself yourself yeah. to yourself. That's like all. Mm-hmm. So finished well, we that. Got married. You had a great wedding. <laughs> Maria and Jose there. came down. It was so much fun. It was awesome. Actually, sadly, that was our last time we saw each other in person, <laughs> which is so crazy i think i texted you that i was like was that the last time no. like we need to change that yeah i'll plan a work trip to atlanta for the podcast the next time we see each other can't be my wedding Emily. no no <laughs> i'm trying to come to atlanta soon you should come to philly okay now we have a guest house or a guest not, not a guest house no, a whole house <laughs> you're like i'm coming no, I was like on the floor, like whatever. <laughs> um, Anyways, okay, cool. So we had a great summer. And we did. Then, what? And then you know I went on a six month hiatus, <laughs> <laughs> comprised of everything above. Like the summer was crazy. I don't really know what I did in the fall, to be honest. I think I just really didn't want to start studying again because it was like so traumatizing. You were, like, you were opening all your gifts. You were reading all your cards. <laughs> you were writing really thank you cards. cards. <laughs> just, yeah, writing thank you cards. Just getting our new apartment Becoming together. a wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sorry. That was like, I'm dead. No, that, that takes time, you know, just become a wife. I was kidding. <laughs> I'm the same person. But so I started back up in January. That was like, okay, it's the new year. I'm going to start studying again. Um, and I had the three technical exams left. Um, so I think we mentioned this in another episode too, real quick. Like if you do take a break, I would recommend between pro yeah. and technical. So you're not really like forgetting content between the two. So I think if you do take a break, do it then, um, yeah. which is what I did maybe inadvertently, but yeah, it worked out. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So what I did to study for my retakes was I rewatched the Amber book videos that, I need to revisit. I didn't do like the whole course again. Um, this time I did the flashcards, which is huge. And I also started this like kind of game changer study method where I would take as many practice exams as I could. Um, so I think I took five in total. So three on black spectacles, one Amber book, and then one ballast exam, which was like a physical book. Um, after studying for a few weeks or yes yep okay i like i would go hard for like two weeks before the exam and just do practice exams and like really not study new content like i would study some new content like of stuff i didn't like i would get wrong on the exam but really just stop your reading and like traditional studying and just do practice exams and honestly like huge game changer it it alerts you to new content you get used to answering questions quickly if there's anything you take away from studying do practice exams your last two weeks it's huge and it honestly helped me a lot for my last three it's something I wasn't doing before so I noticed that as soon as I did that I started passing yeah I think it's also like the last three since they're more technical it's almost like you know when you did math and physics in high school or whatever Like you just need different scenarios of the same thing to kind of help stick it into your brain. Yeah, that's so true. You need to just see it and practice it multiple Mm -hmm. times and you just get in the habit. Um, So I did that for PA and then that February I passed. (laughs) Yay. Yep, yep. I was so excited. Um, Yeah, I was really, really nervous for this one because I was like, I fail this one again. It's just not excited. I just don't want to see that. And everyone taking the exams knows like that feedback button you get <laughs> at the end. You like hit end exam. You're like, view. it's like, do you want to see your feedback? And you could literally say no. And you're like, <laughs> I'm always like, well, yeah, I do. It's always so abrupt. Oh my gosh. It's truly your heart is falling out of your face. Like it's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like in my ears. I'm like boom, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> and I always hit you feedback, but and seeing a fail sucks, but seeing a pass is one of the best feelings in the world. It's insane, euphoric feeling, and yeah. I always celebrate at the desk like a weirdo. I'm like, what's like? You're like, I can't believe this. I can't get up. I can't believe it. You have to like. And a couple times I'm like, did I see a pass? So I really stared at it. Um, so anyways, uh, very excited to pass PA. Um, and I was like, all right, let's knock this out. Let's get this, let's get this done. Um, so I scheduled PPD for May. Um, and I used the same strategy as PA. And I also had a really crazy couple months between PA and taking PPD. Like I 
was going to my friend's bachelorette in California. I went to the Grand Canyon. Um, I had all this other, like, I don't know, trips that I had planned that I still wanted to go to, but I mm-hmm. studied while on vacation, <laughs> which makes, I don't know if that makes sense. That's like, amazing. I did it like on downtime days, like if you're at the airport, if we had a long drive. And um, I will say I, I didn't start doing practice exams then. So I think I couldn't have done that, but it was, yeah. I used it to study. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I took PPD in May and it was best feeling ever because I passed. I was so beyond happy. Like, oh, thank God. I mean, even now, I'm like, that was a good one. Because I was like, like you're back on the roll. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And honestly, I did the same method as I did for PA, where I just took a lot of practice tests the last two weeks. And I think that always pushes you over the edge. It really does. And it's like, even if you're not doing well on the practice test, which by the way, I never did, I would always get in the 60s, 70s, never hit 80s, mm. never once. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't need to. They're, I think they're harder than the real test, honestly. Um, so yeah, anyways, just use them as a study tool. So I know it's intimidating to get to dive into practice tests, but just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had terrible imposter syndrome right up till passing PPD. I was like, eh, I still don't think I'm going to be an architect. Like, I think I'm dumb. Like, all this stuff. <laughs> But this really gave me the push to be like, wow, I can do this. I'm a boss. <laughs> Played my Spotify playlist on the way home. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then I scheduled PDD like 2.5 months later um, using the same practice exam method. And I passed. And that was the very last one. So I guess I took that in... August? July? August? Yeah, I took it early August. Early August, yeah. So I gave myself a lot of time between PPD and PDD. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're the same exam. Like you could take them two days apart. And for me, I found the content really different. And it depends on the person. Um, it was similar in some ways, but PDD felt like you could study for it all your on your own, which is what I did. And I think it helped. It's much mm-hmm. more detailed than PPD. It's just a different scale really mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so you so how do you think that you especially for pa like um do you think it was a faster like study to test timeline because you had already done all that amber book like a year 100%. before yes okay. yeah so i already didn't had- really lose all that you kind of already knew what you were getting into you had taken the exam so it was a little bit more streamlined. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that's a really good point that I'd already gone through studying for these tests once. So mm-hmm. I had like a layer of failing like all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and then returning. So it's not like I got here and was like, bam, bam, pass, pass. No, yeah. no, I failed them. Studied for them once. And then um, I actually took a lot of brained up notes when I left the test. That's which super, super everyone important. needs to do. Yeah. yeah. So I had like a notes app on my phone where I like revisited. I was like, okay, I saw this stuff on the test. Like I'm going to make sure to study it. So that was huge. So yeah, you know, I did double the time for studying. So I think that's what helped, um, helped me pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what was like your average like schedule 
with working and studying like when did you study and how you know roughly how many hours a week kind of how did you structure that um okay so or did you not structure it (laughs) I honestly like think when I was failing I didn't structure it and when I started passing I was more strict with it um so I know a lot of people study in the morning which is a good method if you're a morning person and you could be awake before work but I personally am not awake before work I'm dead (laughs) and I cannot (laughs) absorb anything so knowing myself so I would try to study during lunch and there were certain exams I could do that like PA I was studying it during lunch my last two I was so busy at work I never studied during lunch so I did a majority of my studying after work um pretty much my schedule was like finish work First of all, let all your coworkers know you're studying and taking exams. So you're not like willing to take on overtime, really. Mm-hmm. Um, that really helped me like have a good cutoff time for work. That's a good point. I think you don't have to. We, we were talking about this earlier about like letting people know when you're taking exams exactly is like adding too much pressure. But people knowing that you're in that journey, I think it's really important because then you can you have more ground to establish more boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's like of interest to them. Like they want you to get licensed. Yeah, but it benefits the firm too. <laughs> yeah, they want you to get your projects done because that's priority. But 5.30 is 5.30 and you're out. Let them know. You don't have to be specific if you want to. That's totally fine. But you could be like, I'm studying for exams. Like, um, And just a heads up, like I really need to be done working by 5.30. Like I have a, I have a study schedule. And do that one-on-one with your boss and I guarantee they'll be understanding, especially if they're Mm -hmm. licensed themselves and they understand like um, the amount of time it takes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I would finish work at 5.30. I would walk Alfie and decompress from work, try to do a workout, never very long. I'd probably do like a half hour, 45 minute workout, Mm -hmm. eat dinner. Um, And then that would put me at around eight which is late, I know. But mm-hmm. honestly, I'm a night owl. And that's like a big thing to learn about yourself, like figure out when your brain can focus most. most. And um, for me, randomly, it was between 8 and 11, which is late, I know. But it was three hours um, that I would just go upstairs, like hole away for a little bit. And honestly, you know, 11 isn't that late for me. Like I don't go to bed till midnight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would still have a little bit of time between 11 and 12 if I wanted to like watch a show or like read. Actually, I know I never read for fun when I was studying. That's all. <laughs> I could not bear that. Yeah. So I would just do something mindless from like 11 to 12. Um, yeah. So that was my schedule. It was usually at night. And then on weekends, you know, totally different. Like I would just wake up and that would be like a majority of my study days. Like treat it like a job. I would end it by five. You know, mm-hmm. like if I I would make plans at night, I'd always make plans during the weekend too. Like whether you have like morning plans and have to study after, or if you have evening and you have to study before, like you could definitely do both. Um, that was mm-hmm. it. So you know, Saturday, Sunday, there are definitely plenty of Saturdays I did not study because I had stuff going on, which is totally fine. Like I had a wedding, my friend's wedding. Um, you know, if there's like a day long event, don't beat yourself up. You know, you'll just pick it back up or do more, you know, the week before. And yeah, I think it's important about like decompressing and having that um, 
like either a workout or just going outside for a walk or something like that <clears throat> between work and studying. Um, and I also like that you kind of like got everything out of the way and then you just sat down to study because what I find is like I'm distracted by, oh, like I sat down to study, but like I need to eat dinner in like an hour and a half and then I eat dinner and then I should probably go back to studying. But then yeah. it's like, you know, it's chopped up. Mm-hmm. So- That's so true. Yeah. Like trying to set aside an undisturbed period. Yeah. Try to get you know, all the stuff that would make you like get up out of your seat pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can like look at flashcards while you're sitting in the couch with your significant other and they're like reading some other thing. Like you you don't need to lock yourself at a desk. So many times I'd be studying on the couch with Ashkan, like watching YouTube, which probably, or watching something, which probably isn't the best focus study because I would like hear it in the background. But it was like when I was like reading or like, yeah, I wouldn't like sit there and do a practice exam, but uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for those sure. are good tips. Yeah, so was super excited to pass PDD, and uh, I called my family in the car, and like Amelia cried, and oh then they cried because they just knew how much stress yeah I'd been under, and like they feel helpless in it. Like people in your life who are watching you are just like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> they should also deserve like a license. Yeah. <laughs> support system license. just like grad school like you know your significant other is there for you they're cheering you on but yeah that must have been a huge like just relief and like oh huge. my gosh i drank champagne that night and then um that weekend we were like oh we're gonna celebrate it or ashton was like i made a reservation like we're gonna go out to eat together we're just gonna celebrate and i was like oh fun that's nice of you <laughs> and um I went and I got there and it was a surprise party. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. And he invited <laughs> my friends who knew I've been in this like exam cycle. And mm-hmm. like I mentioned before, like they've been very supportive. And um, so it was awesome to celebrate with them. And it was a really sweet ending. So it was That's worth really it. Nice. In conclusion, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's important to celebrate too. I think like, I don't know if it's a... I don't it's just like a a US thing probably. It's like you're always on to the next thing and like what's next and what am I gonna do next? And like just stop and relish in the accomplishments that you have already done because it was a huge thing and take a, hu- a huge amount of energy and effort that deserves to be celebrated. Right. Like we celebrate people getting engaged, we celebrate weddings and it's like when you do a huge career milestone people should be celebrating yeah. that as well. do you want to have a license shower you can <laughs> get you, like <laughs> a bunch of moleskins <laughs> um but yeah that was the end of my journey and i have wow. some tips for some other people testing i'll go through super fast because i had these already written out um and i just kind of rounded up some tips that I took away from the process. So I thought I'd share it with you guys. Yes, let's do it. All right. Number one, to reinforce study material, keep it interesting and not be bored. Um, I would recommend doing a combination of study materials. So, you know, switch off reading, watching videos, listening to audio, and also writing notes. So that's one huge thing I did during my studying. Like I would watch videos for like a half hour, then I would read, then I would just switch off. And I think 
that's honestly the best way to study for the ARE because it's like not one source sadly will not be your end all. It mm-hmm. needs to be like a bunch of stuff and it's good for your brain too. It keeps it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, two, uh, this kind of relates to what I was saying about like sitting for three hours. Like you can't. <laughs> so <laughs> I would recommend trying the Pomodoro method, which is basically 25 minutes on five minutes off and repeating it. So to keep yourself focused, I found that was huge. So like just being really focused for 25 minutes and then like allowing yourself to get up for five minutes and like stretch your legs Mm -hmm. and get a snack or something. So that was a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, Number three, take practice exams at least two weeks before the test as many as you possibly can. Um, And I'd mentioned before prior to this when I wasn't doing that, I was failing. So do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Especially for the technical ones. Especially for the technical ones. Yeah. Um, number four, establish a routine that works for you on the day of the test. So when I started testing, I was kind of not really paying attention to what time I was booking it. It was just like kind of whenever, but then for the technical exams, I started booking them in the afternoon at one, which, you know, depending on if you perform higher in the morning or later in the day for me, I like doing it at one because it gave me the morning to review my notes, eat breakfast and then go study i mean and go take the exam so i felt way more put together when i got there yeah um and always take them on a monday so you have the weekend never take them in the middle of the week when you work on your mind literally the worst don't ever do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and if you have to schedule it on like a saturday what jose did a lot would just take the friday off or you know Mm -hmm. do the 40 hours early in the week and have friday off so that you can Turn off, even if you're not studying, you're just like, you go to the gym, you do whatever you need to do to like empty your brain from yeah. work and mm-hmm. refocus. Yeah, that that's huge. I actually never got a Saturday date. I like would want them, but they were always booked. So mm-hmm. I just went to the next best thing and did a Monday. <laughs> but yeah. yes, I 100% agree. Day before, give yourself a buffer. Number... <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> um, have study material on your phone so you have it while you're commuting, waiting at a doctor's office, like lying on the couch. Like, you know, you're, if you really think about it, like you're on your phone and just like mindlessly scrolling a lot. Like, I know I do that. You know, you just have, you have these moments of downtime. Mm-hmm. So instead of like going to Instagram, like try to look at Quizlet, you know, for flashcards. If you have Amber book, like you look at it on your phone, just like have content that you could have on the go. Yeah. Because that all did counts. You, did you delete? You deleted Instagram for a while, didn't you? I did. I don't know when I did that. Might have been like earlier in the winter when I was studying for PPD. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you need to delete off things that you could only access Instagram with your browser, like on the computer, (laughs) like, you know, it's definitely harder to get on it then. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That definitely helps. um, Number six, only tell a select few about your exam date. We already mentioned this, like no need for anxiety and pressure, like a people who mean well, you know, checking up how the exam go or Mm -hmm. good luck tomorrow. Like it's just a lot that compounds and, affects you so just tell people that really need to know and then if you want to share the good news 
that's when you tell everybody. <laughs> like, you know? Oh, by the way, I took an exam this weekend. I, I did that all the time. Maria, I'd be like, Maria, I know I didn't tell you, but I passed. <laughs> the last three, you're like, oh my God, what? <laughs> Especially for this last one, it was like, out of nowhere, I had a feeling. Like, I knew you were going to take it in August. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to say anything. Like, I'm really just, I don't want to. Yeah, make her stressed out or anything. So I'm just gonna wait. It's gonna we both come had some very point. like hectic summers too. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, that All was. All of a sudden, it was August. I was like, oh shit! I wonder if she took it or she was gonna postpone it because I remember you were like stressed out about studying for this last one because it was like similar to the previous one but more detailed. So it's hard to know like how much more detail to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, is she gonna postpone it? But like, I don't want to ask. <laughs> I know. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I'm licensed. <laughs> Guess what? Amazing. Uh, yeah. That was such a gamble. Like, as I said earlier, I was like, I could pass or fail this. Like, I literally have no idea, like, going in. Yeah. So kept it super on the DL. was so shady. Like, literally <laughs> to the level where Ashcon's sister was like, is your exam tomorrow? And I was like, how the hell does she know that? And <laughs> no, I was like, um, this is so bad. I like literally lied to her. I was like, um, no, it's later this week. And then she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, Ashcon, did you tell her? Like, how does she know? <laughs> and then he was like, I might have. And I was like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so then later I was like, I'm so sorry, Nikki. I lied to you. <laughs> I passed. And she was like, oh, my God. I would have done the same thing. Whatever. Um, That's so that's like a random tidbit but yeah i think um, it, it i think i agree that it help helps to not just add the pressure but i wonder if other people are different yeah maybe um, some people need that pressure you know to yeah. like stay accountable i wouldn't want to like especially at work oh my gosh i'd be like so stressed out if gosh. your boss is like good luck tomorrow oh no never tell anyone at work. <laughs> yeah. good luck tomorrow and then the next week you're like fuck i like, failed wait they never she never gave us an update <laughs> Uh, but anyways um the very last tip number seven um still make time for your mental and physical health go work out go on date nights binge netflix um and you know still take time for yourself because it makes the time you do study way more productive if you feel like you're not missing out on life um yep so yeah, don't stop your life while you're studying. 100%. It's grueling. It takes up a lot of time. Um, but you know, it really shouldn't make you not do anything else. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just not healthy yeah. and it's not and sustainable. It's not it's not worth like pausing your life for it. No. Um, like we talked about your your hiatus in the middle with like all your life events. Like that that's like that's your life. You can't just ignore that. You can't have be like halfway there halfway thinking about ARE so it's put it into perspective that your life is only one life and you shouldn't live for architecture Mm -hmm. it's a huge (laughs) chunk of our lives and it consumes us but you still have some control and you can control your timeline for the AREs and it's only up to you yeah it's only up to you and like yeah the only pressure you have is yourself Everyone else, like, no one really cares, like, what you're doing. Like, as much as pressure as you feel like, oh, maybe people are keeping up with what I'm doing. No, no one. (laughs) It's just you. And 
yeah, you'll get there one day. You just have to chip away. The only important thing is to just not give up and just stop. Like, definitely don't do that. Um, but just treat it like a hobby. Like, I study for three hours and then I do other stuff and just time mm-hmm. batch it. So that yeah. was my well, final tip. This is a great success story. This has motivated me. I what? hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to her experience and like just celebrating this amazing accomplishment. Um, we're so we're so excited. Thank you. And yeah, I know it's crazy. End of a chapter, but you know Maria is still in the process. We're not going to stop talking about it necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, so, so f- to to go into more depth into each of the exams, we're going to keep doing our ARE series about each exam. Um it just takes a long time, so we're <laughs> we'll get there. Um but we like to sprinkle in other episodes in the middle so it's not just ARE. So, yeah. That exactly. is all coming for more details about actual content on these tests. Yeah. So look out for that and you know, we post random stories of ARE quizzes like just like content licensing content on our Instagram. So definitely follow there. Um, if you're studying, um, if you want an extra study resource, we're going to also still do that. I'll probably mm-hmm. just dig in my notes and like post it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't burn my notes guys. Fine. No. I was about to have a bonfire Ship them down here to Atlanta. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally do you want that? Um, <laughs> my chicken scratch <laughs> pretty much. But Yeah, thanks so much for uh, listening to my journey and for Maria for interviewing me. (laughs) Of course. It was a pleasure. I was so excited for this. And I can't believe this day is here. I'm so excited for you. Thank (laughs) you. Oh, my gosh. You're next. (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't have an excuse. Now you're done. I have to start. I'll (laughs) just be our mentor. (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening and um, like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple or wherever you listen. And be sure to follow us um, on social media at Open Plan Podcast. Thanks, everyone, and catch you on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.